Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. What is your family's Christmas treat? Yes, your secret recipe. It was passed down from grandma to grandma. You know the stuff, the moment you taste it, you think, wow, it's Christmas at Grandma Dillmore's house or Christmas at Grandma Bacon's house. Yes, it's true. I had a Grandma Bacon and her Christmas treat was chocolate drop cookies, not bacon. <laughs> Since her husband's name, and this is true, was Harry, we, we didn't eat a lot of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> but the que- the question today at the Christian Car Guy Show is, what is your family's Christmas treat? The, the second you taste it, you're thinking, wow, it is Christmas time. We want you to call and share that with us today. 866-348-7884. That's 866-348-7884. And right about now, you might be saying, Robbie, what does that have to do with cars? <laughs> well... Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but it's Christmas Eve and the and the boss told me today's message and I'm going with it. So I'm just I'm just sharing that with you. <laughs> and if you're a first time listener, you're really in for shock because I'm gonna start out with our appraisal by the real black book. Usually that's the way I end the show, but today, in order for everybody to understand where I'm going with this, I gotta kind of start out with it. And our appraisal by the real black book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Well, the last few weeks, we've been talking about Robbie's soul stocking stuffers. You know, what have you been stuffing your soul with for Christmas? Well, today is how about that special Christmas family taste treat? Well, if you go to the end of the the seventh chapter of the Song of Solomon, it's, it's sounding really good. And, and you might say, Robbie, a Christmas message out of the Song of Solomon. Well, yes. Because Jesus, right, he's, he's, he is our lover, and I'm telling you, he had to love us a lot to come down here at Christmas time. But if we pick it up, you know, this is, this is a little hot and heavy, but this is the way it goes, all right? It's the end of the seventh chapter, the beginning of the eighth, and it's, this is the beloved speaking, the Shulamite woman, and she says, I belong to my lover, and his desire is for me. Come, my lover, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in the villages. Let us go early to the vineyards and see if the vines have budded. If their blooms have opened, if their pomegranates are in bloom, there I will give you my love. The mandrakes seek out their, or send out their fragrance, and our door is every a delicacy, both new and old. I have stored up for you, my lover. Now, if, if you're like me and that was your wife speaking, I mean, things are going great right about now. <laughs> you're like, man, let's go to the village. It sounds like me. What a great time. I, you know, I'm, I'm right along. But then things go just a little haywire as you begin the eighth chapter. This, this, it says, then she goes on to say, if you were to me like a brother, then if I find you outside, I would kiss you and no one would despise me. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. I don't want my sister kissing me. <laughs> What's up with that? Well, in the Middle East, actually, there was there was issues about public displays of affection unless it was your sister. And so she's saying that if you were her sister, I mean, if you were a brother, that it would be okay to kiss you outside. But then, interestingly, she says this. She says, I would lead you and bring you to my mother's house, she who has taught me. I would give you spiced wine to drink, the nectar of my pomegranates. 
This is the second time in the book that she's saying, I want to take you to my mother's house. And then she's saying, look, we've got the special Christmas spiced cider. The stuff, when you touch that, you see, when you taste that, you're going to know it's Christmas at the Shulamites. I'm, I'm just saying that there's, she, see, there's a certain intimacy that she wants to share with Jesus that we all do that's called family. That only when you think of that Christmas moment of that taste treat that, you, that really tells to you that, look, I'm back home with Grandma. I'm back home with that framework of family. And if you really, really love that person and you're intimate with them, you want to share that with them. You want to share that family intimacy. So her desire is for a family level of intimacy. And for the second time in the story, she's explained that. So that's why I say today, when we're thinking about our soul stocking suffer for your soul, what is it that's in your family that makes your heart go, wow, this is Christmas time. This is it. This is the taste that we've been thinking about. And of course, I got, since this is a Christian Car Guy show, I got the whole Christian Car Guy family. Not the whole family, but I got a lot of my family here with me to share that. Starting off, we have our good friend, the one and only Christian junkyard guy, Bob Young from 109U Pull It. And Bob, I know you 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 immediately came to mind with your Christmas taste treat. What was it? It's these cookies that's been in our family since uh, I was a little boy. It started in King. Uh, we had a babysitter that used to give these cookies out at uh, at Halloween, and uh, my mom obtained a recipe. And uh, you know, it's just it's everybody's pure desire to make the perfect version of this cookie you know and try to get it just right um it's just a it's a molasses drop cookie rolled in sugar and then baked uh but you just got to bake it to perfection it's just that's the secret of whether the cookie is perfect or just close to perfect you know you want it chewy but not gooey and then (laughs) during the process that you said when you were a child you used to sit on the I still have the refrigerator. It is uh, at my business now, but um, there was a, it's an old GE refrigerator. I'm 53 years old, and I remember me and my brother both sitting on top of this refrigerator while mom baked these cookies. And uh, if we behaved really well and didn't fight too much up there on top of the refrigerator, you know, if you got your kids up there on top, it's probably a little dangerous. But, you know, you know where they are. They're not getting <laughs> burned. They're not in your way. And if we sat up there and behaved ourselves really well, we got to lick the beaters when she got done preparing the cookies. Licking the beaters. You know, I can remember. That's a, that's a major moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And my grandma had these chocolate drop cookies. And I don't know what the deal was with them. And at Christmas, she would make those when we would come to visit and she had the magic touch. My sisters make them, my mom makes them, but you can tell they're not grandma's. So I don't know what it was, but man, those things, just to taste them, you knew you were at Grandma Bacon's house. And But but we also have our good friend, Dr. Sonny. And part of what we're doing today is if you'll call in with your Christmas taste tradition, 866-348-7884. We got a Dr. Sonny bookmark, and Dr. Sonny will give you an acronym for your Christmas taste tradition and so dr sunny welcome good morning from california yes it is morning early morning i should say and so you know you've just heard bob's cookie you know it's it's a tradition there it's uh, ain't what's what's the name of the cookies aunt annie aunt Aunt Annie. annie cookies yep 
Still call them that today. So, Bob, you got to tell us the acronym for Aunt Annie's Cookies. Well, I would say that most people are around baking. Uh, he talked about his mother baking. And <clears throat> what happens when you bake, the, the dough rises into something very beautiful and a great aroma. And aroma was very important in the biblical times. Frankincense, when they brought gold, that was he was the king. Frankincense, he was the priest because that was the anointing oil. And myrrh, and that was for embalming. So the three kings that brought things along also brought some aroma. And so with baking, we have B-A-K-E, believers arise with the king for eternity. And so as you, if you're not a believer out there today, we can bake in that aroma for eternity. All you have to do is go to Romans 10.9, and you can be baked into the family of God today. Believers arose to be king for eternity. There you go. What an opportunity for you to call in with your Christmas taste tradition we need to hear it folks you're sitting there saying i know i say it's it's that christmas spaghetti maybe it's a christmas hamburger i don't know what it is but you know what it is and we don't know what it is and you would bless us if you would call us 866-348-7884 is the number to call in 866-34-TRUTH we do have lines open if you're wondering what in the world have i tuned into yes it is the christian car guy show Yes, we do normally talk about cars, and if you got that car question, we will take it today. But we're really we're we're thinking Christmas taste treats because we're trying to get that intimacy where we're bringing Jesus basically into our whole family life. I mean, that's that's kind of the idea. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four, and of course, you can find out all about stuff at ChristianCarGuy.com. We got to mention that Jesus is labor of love at least one time had a miraculous. Labor of Love event. That's free labor for single moms and widows throughout the country. I had an incident in Fort Worth I'm going to share coming up in the show that really was a God moment. I mean, where you just couldn't help but say, wow, you know, this is it. I just, but you're going to enjoy that. We're going to share that. Bob also has a moment um, that he wants to share sometime during the show this morning. You're going to want to hear this. His father passed away about a month or so ago, so you're going to want to hear that story. And, of course, we got your Christmas taste tradition. Michelle's calling in from Iowa, but you need to call in with that. Maybe it's a Christmas lasagna, 866-348-7884. Call us during the break. Coming right back. Welcome back to the Christmas Eve edition of the Christian Car Guys show. And yes, we're a car show, but today we're talking about what is it that when you taste it at your house, like the Shulamite spiced wine, you're thinking, wow, it's Christmas time here. And we've got Michelle in Imes, Iowa calling in. You can call us with your Christmas tradition. I know we had a little phone problem there for a second. Uh, Sorry, we lost that one call. If you could call us back, 866-348-348. 7884. Michelle is in Iowa. Michelle, welcome to the Christian Car Guy Show. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. What have you got for us? I, my mother would always make chocolate chip cookies. And the bottom where the sugar and the butter would crystallize and make the perfect crunchy cookie. It was wonderful. See, I had a feeling on this show I was going to end up starving to death. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you know what is it that the certain certain moms grandmas they have the exact moment that they know that they have to come out of the oven to get that perfect crystallization of the sugar and the and the and it's, it, it just brings the wow and it and does. that's what and and so you know isn't that memory for you I know what it, what it is for me. I mean, that just speaks to a part of my heart that I don't get to share with just everybody. That's true. Nor will I be able to experience again. So yeah. That's bad, but it's a wonderful memory. But Dr. Sonny, I bet you, I bet Dr. Sonny has got an acronym maybe that'll help us, help us to, uh, to be able to share that again. And go ahead, Dr. Sonny. Probably going to hear a lot about cookies. You know, we all like those cookies. Uh, my mother had uh, uh, fruit cake. I'm telling you, most people eat fruit cake. It's as hard as the back wall of a shooting gallery. I'll tell you. But my mother could make fruit cake that was just as just as I mean, just as moist and delicious as anything you've ever eaten. But let's talk about cookies. We all like cookies, and let's use that as an acronym: C O O K I E S. Christ. Our original king is eternal security. Just like those cookies that we have every year, you can always depend on them being there and that sweet savor and that great taste. That is what our our cookie can remind us of our king, our, our loving, loving king. And I know, Bob, you wanted to share something, too, because having just recently lost your father. Well, the lady was saying she wouldn't ever experience that again, and I beg to differ. Uh, I think we all have a uh, a lot of our childhood joys that'll be uh, experienced again when we reach heaven. And uh, Amen. so you're saying that the trees on the river they might have chocolate chip cookies? Is that what? You're <laughs> <laughs> or they, they, they might have my Aunt Annie cookies. They too. might have Aunt Annie the chocolate drop cookies for me, Michelle. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much this morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. God's blessings upon you all. Oh, thank you. All right. What is your taste treat? 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. We have Evelyn in North Carolina. But before we get to Evelyn, I have to say I'm not terribly surprised that Dr. Sonny's Taste treat was a fruit cake. Are you, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> oh me, I do have some fruit cake memories in my past too, brother. You, I, well, I'm just saying, Bob. I, you know, I don't know. But anyway, Evelyn in North Carolina, how are you? Just fine, thank you. I've just caught your show, and I thought y'all were into cookies and all, and I'd like to share with you the super blessing that my family has enjoyed for a long time. Thank you. That we have a cake. And it's a very special cake because it has birthday candles on it, and it has a manger scene on top. Wow. And it says, Happy Birthday, and we sing to Jesus a very, of course, uplifting Happy Birthday to Him. But before we do that, we always have the Christmas story and the carols and prayer to uplift our family and friends. Now that really is bringing Jesus right there into the into the whole you know and and I there's no doubt God loves us to use all our senses sense of taste sense of smell and then you're hearing with the song you you've got it all going on there Evelyn it's the whole thing now Dr. Sonny there's a challenge the God Chris did that. <laughs> the challenge I want to know what'd you make the straw out of coconut well as I got older 
in life, I didn't make the uh, cake with the straw. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, The younger days, I did all that and actually looked like a manger. But now that that I'm older, the kids understand and the importance of it is celebrating Jesus and telling the good news that he's alive and we're forgiving. There you go. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I think that's interesting that you combine the story with food because we do remember food and songs and all of that. That's wonderful. So let's go to cake. C-A-K-E. Christ arose to be our king for eternity. And I think what you've done there, you've taken a cake and shown how Christ came and that sweet smell that's always with it, our prayers are that sweet incense and smell. You've combined it in a, such a wonderful, wonderful holiday way that uh, those kids will never forget it, just like we're talking about it today. And I've never heard that before, and I just may try that next year with my grandchildren who were over last night. We had uh, uh, fruitcake and a few other things. I think that is absolutely wonderful what you did, and uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one that may try that. Yeah, and Evelyn, I'm, I'm just be that coconut. I'm thinking that her tradition takes the cake. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll be here all night, dear. Well, the one thing is, the has took the cake. I forgot to get the right candles one time, and you know you can get candles. You blow and blow, and they don't blow out. Yeah, magnesium candles. So the Holy Spirit had to come in on those babies. Thank you, Evelyn. God bless you. Well, God bless you. You have a marvelous Christmas. You too. Thank you. Merry Christmas. And we want. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We need to hear your family taste tradition, the one that makes you think Christmas. Eight six six three four truth. We got lines open. We need to hear from you. We got Gloria in Burlington, North Carolina. Gloria, what have you got for us? Hi, Robbie. I have a challenge for Dr. Sonny first. It's persimmon pudding. Prayer underlies our daily devotions in newness and grace. Just like that pudding is smooth, so is our our daily devotions. How's that, darling? <laughs> I love it. Merry Christmas to you. God bless you. The fastest there is in the West. I'm huh? telling you. <laughs> there you go. I well, Gloria, you got to tell us about the persimmon pudding. I mean, I yeah, knew I was going to starve to death when I was when I heard all this. Robbie, yeah. my mother, makes the best persimmon pudding, and my friend brought her some persimmons. I've always only seen the small persimmons about the size of a quarter. And my uh-huh. friend said she, she, my friend said she was going to bring my mother some persimmons, and she said, "Well, I'm only, I only have like ten. And I thought, ten? <laughs> Does she not know what it would take to make a persimmon pudding with those big seeds? And so she brought them, and they were the size of oranges. <laughs> they are the size out here. They are that size. Wow. So mother made the best persimmon pudding, but her my very favorite of all times. And folks can um, Google this one because people will want to make this one. It's called um, Orange Slice Cake. Orange Slice Cake. Well, we got to go to a break. We got more taste. God bless you. Merry Christmas, darling. You call us with your taste treat, 866-348-7884. We're out to starve to death today on the Christian Car Guy Show. 866-34-TRUTH. Call us.
Welcome back to the Christian Car Guys show. A very special Christmas Eve edition because we're kind of, we haven't talked a lot about cars yet today. <laughs> we're talking about your families. What is it that when you taste it, you think it's Christmas at my house? That, you know, in my wife's case, and I know for my kid, they will, the kids, they will always talk about her. She does this um, French toast casserole on Christmas morning that she cooks every Christmas, you know, and this thing is amazing. It's got cream cheese in it and syrup and all sorts of, it's just, you know, and for them, that's, you know, if they didn't get their Christmas French toast casserole, you know, just, it wouldn't be Christmas to them, but they didn't have my grandmother's chocolate drop cookies. So they didn't get to experience the same thing, but what is it in your life? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I did want to tell you this story about the Jesus is Labor Love, which we always want to tell you is go to ChristianCarGuy.com to find out more about the Jesus is Labor Love. But God had a lesson for me this week. Actually, it's kind of gone on throughout the month of December, but long about December 12th, actually, I got a request from a listener in Fort Worth, Texas, that basically said that she had a Kia that was broke down, that was actually wrecked. And because of a lack of insurance, the record driver just dropped it in her driveway. It was undrivable. The fender was down on the wheel. The uh, battery was broken, and she didn't know what it was going to take to fix it. So I had a relationship with this national battery company, which I won't name, that I thought, well, certainly they can help her out with a battery because the last time I'd asked them to help me out in Utah, they said, well, well, next time you have somebody that's in one of our areas, we'll help you out. Well, this is right in their back door. So I thought, certainly they'll help this lady out with a battery and maybe I can find a body shop that'll help us with the fender, find a donor and do something. And I was waiting on this word from this battery company. Well, Tuesday, right, right before Christmas, I got a wonderful email says, sorry, we get so many requests. We can't help you. <laughs> Merry Christmas, brother. <laughs> and honestly, I was, <laughs> I was angry. I don't know how to put it other than I was just mad. I was like, man, I had these people on my show and they're Christian people. What in the world? And, and, and I, you know, Dear I was Ebenezer and I was, and I sent an, an email back that wasn't real. It did say Merry Christmas. And what are you thinking? But anyway, <laughs> as I was fuming about the whole situation, God, of course, starts talking to me. Well, Robbie, you know, they're a, when they hang out that Christian banner, everybody goes to them for stuff. And they probably have a gazillion requests. And, you know, this is just one of a billion. And, you know, you're just whatever. And if you really care that much about this lady, why don't you do something? And I thought, well, good point, God. <laughs> Maybe I ought to do something. While you were pointing that one <laughs> finger, there were three pointing right back at you. There's some kind of log in my eye. I don't know what it was. I could barely <laughs> see. So I... I decided, well, Robbie, you know, you just need to let me find her address. I've, ha I've had this luck before where somebody had a request in an area we didn't have anybody. And I just tried to Google the body shops that were around in her area. And, and this was Thursday morning. And I start down this list of people that I found. And this one Northside body shop was the second one I called. The first one I called, there was no answer, interestingly. The second one I called, I get a young lady on the phone. And I said, you know, could I speak to the owner? And she said, well, he's with a customer. You'll have to leave a message. And I said, well, this is going to be the weirdest message you've ever gotten. I said, I am a talk show host on a Christian uh, radio show called The Christian Car Guy, and we frequently help single moms and widows out that have a problem. And I've got a lady in, our area, in your area, listener, that we need some help with. And she says, oh, well, in that case, let me see if I can get him to the phone. Maybe she was screening calls. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so 
you know, a couple minutes go by and eventually I get this person on the phone. This is Larry. And it, this does not sound like a happy Larry. It was, this is Larry. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this might not go good, but here we go. I said, well, sir, I do a talk show uh, called the Christian Car Guys Show, and we have a program called the Jesus is Labor Love. We help single moms and widows across the country, and we have a lady in your area. We don't, unfortunately, even know what all's wrong with the car, but we do know it needs a battery, and we know the fender's on the wheel, and it's not drivable. And I'm just wondering if you would possibly have time over the Christmas to, you know, just get us an estimate. Find out what it needs or, or what she may, what we may get, be getting into to, to, to fix it. And the guy says, do you mean to tell me you talk about Jesus Christ on the radio? And I said, well, yeah, as a matter of fact, <laughs> the name of my show is the Christian Car Guy Show, and this is the Jesus is Labor Love program you know, we, we're, we're helping single moms and widows. You mean this is a Christian radio station? I said, yeah, it's, it's a Christian radio station. And he said, well, son, there's things that are a lot more important than money. You know that? And I was like, oh, God, you look at this answer to prayer. Oh, my word. And this man says, I'm going to go out there this afternoon, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can help that lady. And if it doesn't cost me thousands of dollars, I'll get her on the road. And I thought, man. Well, if that wasn't enough to just blow me out of my socks, I got to tell you, Bob, it wasn't three hours. I get a call back from Larry. <laughs> well, put a new battery in her car, got that fender off the wheel. She's going, she's going down the road. I thought, oh, my word. Oh, my word, Larry. What a blessing. And, and you know, we sometimes think, you know, God, if, if – you know, just the way the whole thing was orchestrated, God had that for the lady that obviously needed the help. But for me to see, you know what? There's people out there, wonderful Christian people all over the place, Bob. And like There's you yourself. There's always a remnant. There's it, always a remnant. That's what you'll see in the scriptures all the time. We think we're the only one who wants to help anybody. We think the only, Lord, where is everybody? Nobody loves me. And he comes along and tells you, just like that car, K-I-A, Kia, Christ. The king is able. The king <laughs> is able to get it done. We must never forget that we're not alone in this world. There's always a remnant. We just got to dig it out like God was making you do. And, and the first phone call, Dr. Sonny or Bob, I said, that's the part that blew me away. It was the very, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I went through six people to get to this. You know, you had a little first... guidance in that phone book. Uh... <laughs> But it, that's a God moment, and, I, and we did want to get a few of these in here today. Between the Christmas taste traditions, but by the way, we still need you to call us with yours. 866 Persimmon Pudding. We haven't heard. I heard the pudding, Dr. Sonny, but I ain't even heard you try to spell persimmon. <laughs> well, we did catalytic converter earlier, so we ought to be able to do persimmon. 866 866- <clears throat> 348-7884 is a number to call in, 866-34-TRUTH. But the other thing I did want to get in this show was, you know, we're talking about how God has to do with your family. And we're talking about these taste treats because they bring you back to that memory with your mother, your grandmother, and whatever. And, Bob, I know you want to share a little bit about what, what's been going on in your life the last few weeks. Well, uh, November the 18th, uh, I lost my dad. Um and I had a, a friend of mine tell me, uh, uh, it, it's over a year ago, he said that um, at a very important funeral of, of my family member, he said, I couldn't remember, I can't remember anybody that was there. 
But uh, I can tell you a few that weren't. And it's it's always been a thing for me since that that blessing that brother shared with me to uh, to make a real more of an effort. A whole, you know, sometimes you just absolutely can't be there and stuff. But to make more of an effort to be at friends and families' uh, funerals or the viewings or something. Well, I spoke at my dad's funeral. I felt like I was supposed to, um, and. I'd been encouraged not to by some people, but I just felt like I had to do it. I talked about it in Sunday school uh, that Sunday morning, and uh, a girl in my Sunday school class, when she says something, you can really take it to heart. And she says, you just don't want to wake up Tuesday morning with a regret. Amen. And uh, thank you, brother. It just, uh, it just, I did it. I got up, I spoke, and and I hadn't seen Robbie at the viewing the the night before, and it was kind of quick between and the funeral. You know, my dad had died on a Friday, and then the uh, viewing was on a Sunday night, and then the funeral was on Monday. It was all kind of quick, and you know, some people just didn't get the word and everything. And I walk up there to to speak at my dad's funeral, and uh, her six foot five of blue shirt with a tie on over there, and I was like, yeah. There's my brother, and it was just so cool to see Robbie Dillmore sitting out there that day, and and it's an emotional thing trying to speak at your your dad's funeral, but I just felt like I had so much help because I was very under control, and I got to say the things I wanted to say, and uh, you know, my life didn't always honor my father and my mother. There was many 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 times when when my life did exactly the opposite but it was such a great thing for me to be able to speak at his funeral and say things to honor him and and i can there's a lot of things that i said that day i can't tell you exactly what was said you know i know the gist of what said was said but god just kind of held me up and kept me strong and gave me the strength and the words, and uh, kind of like he did after the fire that day, you know, when the TV cameras were, hand me a microphone and put the camera on me, and, and you know, well, what are you going to do, you know? But uh, it's just another time that God gave me strength and, uh, you know, gave me the words and gave me the control over emotion, you know, to get said uh, what needed to be said. And, uh, it was just and it sounds like thing. you're at great peace with it, and that's what people have to take away from this story of yours. You can walk to a headstone the rest of your life. if you The headstone can't talk back to you. You only get one shot at the funeral, and you need to just suck it up, pray about it, get in there, and, and get it done because it will bring you peace beyond understanding is to let it go that's the place to let it go and uh i shared that with a friend of mine that lost his dad like two or three weeks right after mine and he didn't speak at the actual funeral but he spoke at a little group meeting they had before uh before the family came in into the uh church there and um but he said because of what I had told him, he felt the strength to speak to the family that way. And uh, it was uh, encouraging for me to know that 
just sharing about it had gave somebody, you know, a little something they needed. Well, I got to say that, you know, I unfortunately, I've been to a lot of funerals this last, you know, six weeks. There have been a lot of, it's, it's been one of those times. God's been calling a lot of people home. And, and and as you go to more of these, I guess as you get older, Doctor Sonny, <laughs> my mother. Uh, but anyway, the thing when I got when I got to hear Bob speak was like he said he was honoring his father, but you also got to celebrate his father's life. And 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 as you go to these funerals, so many times you know the pastor gives his message, and that's nice. I appreciate all that. But when the family member or somebody stands up and says, "Here's what the guy's life was like." You know, here's how we used to always play this joke on people, or here's how, here's what he did, here's what he was. It, you know, it's an epitaph. It's 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 something that that to me uh, is what a funeral, ought, in my heart, ought to be. People celebrating somebody's life. This is what the man was, and this was an intimacy that I shared with him, and, or her, as the case may be, and. Uh, and, and and people want to feel that. They don't want to come away, like you said, Dr. Sonny, you don't want to come away not having felt the person's presence at their own funeral. Well, uh, as a chaplain, as a motorsports chaplain, when people ask me to, to uh, you know, just oversee the funeral, do the, you know, the, uh, the homily and a few other things, I say, look, if you want me to do this, I'm going to speak very little uh, about where they are, and then I'm going to call on people to get up on both sides of the family you know, you have some families that aren't aren't all that close for lots, you know, every reason you can think of. But I want people from both sides of the aisle to get up and talk about Grandma, what great great cookies she made, or the guy that uh, chopped wood for you one winter. You wouldn't have had anything like that. I don't do a funeral unless the people agree to get up and talk about how wonderful it was. I had one for two hours. They kept talking and talking, and it was just. You know, I just sat down to podium up there and was. <laughs> and, and when we, well, you weren't making we, acronyms. Everything everybody said. Well, I wasn't making acronyms, <laughs> but I I did get invited to the uh, the after funeral uh, uh, meal, and there was there was just so much peace there. Everybody had gotten up and talked. Uh, if you I go bet. to one of these after funeral uh, uh, dinners and nobody got up and everybody's you know looked like they sucked on a lemon for two hours looking at each other. You don't want that. Get up and talk about how wonderful this person was. Everybody did something good somewhere in their life. There you go. And, and, and part of that, you know, and I know that pastors want to preach a salvation message and that life is short, but if people don't see that that person was special, then they, they miss part of that message. I would think it's the testimony. That's the life person is the testimony without a test. There's no testimony. And the majority of people come to Christ. There have been studies made through the testimony of the person witnessing to them. Look what God did for my life. Not just this person. I, you know, I can tell you all about this book, but look what happened to me. Oh, Dr. Sonny, we got, we got to go to a break, but here's the great news. We have my mother to talk about the original chocolate drop cookie. She's on the line from Crossfield, Tennessee, and... We got to hear your taste treat. Come on now, you got to share it. 866 348 7884. I know somebody's got that Christmas hamburger. 866 34 Truth.
Welcome back to the Christmas Eve edition of the Christian Car Guys show. Yes, we haven't talked money about much about cars today, but we're having a good family time with the, you know, that's what Christmas is about. And uh, like I said, I, I had a long prayer session with God this week about this show and he wanted to talk about family. I said, I'm up for that. I'm always up for talking about family and talking about family. In this case, how blessed can I be? My own mom who uh, the purveyor <laughs> of many chocolate drop cookies herself is with us. Merry Christmas, Mom. Merry Christmas, Don, and Merry Christmas, Dr. Sonny and Bob the Junkar guy. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you, dear. Um, it may come as a shock to you, son, but my Christmas memories do not revolve around chocolate drop cookies because <laughs> we had them all year long. We just didn't have red and green sugar on them at the rest of the year. Ah, I see. Well, we didn't get to see Grandma very much except that time of year. But but my Christmas memories was this wonderful caramel uh, candy she made. It was She called it butterscotch. And I never did do it right because it involves dropping hot syrup in cold water and all that stuff. I was never the cook that Grandma was. But what I remember is we treasured it so much that my sister and I would try to find it before Christmas. She'd make it early. <laughs> <laughs> and she would store it. And um, we would look all over the house to try to find it. If we did, her supply was really depleted. Little wow. detective work there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mom, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't remember that. Did she continue to make it onto when we were kids? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't know why. For one thing, she may have lost the recipe because it was in an old, old, old cookbook that I remember. But no, I, you probably never had any. But as kids, that was what we waited for. Was her. Uh, but she called it butterscotch candy, and she wrapped each piece individually. I, she was something else. Well, Mom, can you just picture? You know, since I have you on the on the phone, which is precious to me, can you just picture that that you're with Jesus and you're saying, "Jesus, come and taste my mother's butterscotch candy." I would love to do it. Isn't that that's an intimacy? That's something that's down deep in your all of our hearts. We have those, we have those Christmas memories. You know, um, my oldest sister and my mom knows this. She sent out an email this year asking for all the kids to to remember their favorite Christmas, you know, memory. And and we saw all sorts of you know things from the time we blew up the bounty with the time bomb game and all <laughs> that. But the one that surprised me is my brother came out of the closet literally. <laughs> that he had he had he shared a memory that one time he snuck in and 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 looked at everything in the closet and he talked about how the bummer what a bummer christmas was that year but did you ever know about that mom no i never did i i often wondered if any of you did a little sneak <laughs> <laughs> but he would have been the one to have done it i know so dr so, sunny there's your challenge you got you got you got uh Butterscotch, and then you've got the closet for my brother. We're going to do Carmel because Mount Carmel is where Elijah. Oh, that's right. Showed, oh, great. The, yeah. showed the greatness of God to, to 450 of uh, the, the bad guys. Christ arose as Redeemer and Master, 
for eternal life. Just like that caramel is very sticky and it gets into all the parts of the cookies and the candy and the cakes, Christ gets into every part of you and you become very, very tasty and the aroma to to Christ of your life, uh, it just shines through and smells through and he's just so, so happy. We've been talking about fruit. Fruit of the Spirit is the fruit that you see come through you when Christ and that caramel gets into your life. Oh, that's beautiful, Dr. Sunny. Thank you. Well, thank you, sweetheart. Uh, I got to hear the C-A- what's the C-A-R-M-E-L part. <laughs> Christ Come. arose with Redeemer and Master for eternal life. Oh, well, <laughs> I knew it was good out to be in there. <laughs> hey, this, is Robbie's, this is Robbie's bakery show. Don't, don't try this at home, guy. folks. He's, this isn't, but please, 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 have a Merry Christmas this year. We thank you. Our listeners are the ones who make this show. We appreciate so much with all the phone calls. Your Christmas taste treats, they were amazing. But really, I thank Bob for his sharing and Dr. Sonny and Jerry, our Christian body shop guy, and Bill, our Christian insurance guys. All these guys are our family. And from our family to yours, we really do wish you a Merry Christmas with Jesus. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.